friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Chachings. My name is Lauren and I appreciate you joining in today. Today on this episode, we are going to talk about making this year your year and really building a business that serves you and your lifestyle no matter where you are in the process of getting started and making your shop a job or an income or a business or however you want to word that. The inspiration for this episode came from some emails that I have gotten from people who are kind of new, not kind of, they are very new to getting started on Etsy or maybe they don't even have a shop open yet. Um, But they talked to me about how they are afraid that their shop is going to take over their lives or that they don't really have the time to dedicate to a business because Even though a lot of people are afraid of their business failing, of getting started and not being successful, I also see a lot of people who are afraid of success. They're afraid that if they build this business, then it is going to just become all-consuming and all they're going to do is work and they're not going to be able to balance the life that they are currently living with this business that's going to become sort of its own entity and like really, really take over their time. So I wanted to talk about that because it seems to be something that a lot of people struggle with. And I think it's a really real fear. But at the same time, I also think that in a lot of ways, it's a way of procrastinating or of kind of making excuses as to why it can't work for you or why your life is different in a way that makes this impossible. I do want to caveat that by saying that obviously I don't know you and I don't know your life other than, you know, the students that I have in my courses and stuff who I do get to have a chance to get to know a lot better. But there are extenuating circumstances that make things really difficult sometimes. So I am not saying this as a everybody should do exactly what I've done or you don't have any excuse to not build a gazillion dollar business. The point is not that. The point is that Etsy has so much flexibility and so much ability to adapt to what you need it to be, whatever that is. And so setting those goals for yourself and for your family so that it can serve you and so that it it can fit in with the life that you have, understanding that we each have our own limits and our own things going on in our personal lives that dictate some of what we're able to do. So I do want to caveat that because sometimes I get pushback from people who say, you know, well, you don't know that I have X, Y, and Z circumstance. And you're right, I don't. So I don't want you to internalize that in a way that I am am projecting this onto you that you should become like a, a mogul. So anyway, let's jump in. And first thing I want to talk about is kind of along those same lines. When you are starting an Etsy shop or if you have a current Etsy shop and you're still sort of feeling overwhelmed by this, I think it is extremely important to plan out your goals. What does this business look like for you? Where does it fit into your life? And 
how does your life work around it or your business work around your life in your perfect scenario? If you could say, I wish that I could work two hours a day or I wish I could work you know, a full-time job and do this all day long, or I only have an hour in the evening. So how do I make that time work for me? What does it look like in your life? And how does it fit around the obligations that you have? So thinking about that, it also sort of goes into planning out your business goals. If you say, I only have one hour while my toddler takes a nap every day, then it's probably not going to be realistic for you to say, I want to make $200,000 a year in sales. Those things don't really go together. You know, so when you're thinking about your lifestyle and the amount of time and energy that you can dedicate to it, think also in terms of your shop. What does that look like for your sales? What does it look like for the type of products that you create? What does it look like for the income that it can potentially bring into your life? And then I also want you to think about what that would look like if this business was successful, how would it change your life or how would things in your personal life or your personal circumstances change so that maybe it would change your ability to grow the business? Would it allow you to quit your full-time job and so then all of a sudden you would have all of this time during the day that you were previously working in a job outside the home that you could maybe dedicate to it? Would it allow you to stay home with your kids, which then becomes sort of this balance that you have your kids at home and you're trying to work? Maybe that's good, maybe it's not. I don't. It depends on the person. Would it allow you to pay for your kids to go to preschool for a few hours a day and then you have a few hours while they're gone? Would it allow you to just have the breathing room in your life that you wouldn't feel so stretched or strapped or sort of overwhelmed mentally in what you're already having to balance? So what kind of goals do you have for your shop in the short term, understanding the limitations that you currently have, but then also where do you want to see it in the longer term, acknowledging that maybe some of those circumstances would change? I also think this is really applicable to people who have very young children. I know when my kids were very little, which if you don't know about my story and getting started, I started my shop when I had a one-year-old and I was pregnant. I was six months pregnant. My first two kids are 15 months apart and my husband was in um, Afghanistan. So I had very limited time. And if I had sat down at that stage in my life and said, I want to build a business that brings in $170,000 in sales a year, I would have been extremely overwhelmed. So I didn't start there. And I, I want people to really understand that because I think a lot of times you look at somebody's business who is way further down the road or have been doing this for a lot longer and you compare where you're starting or where you're currently at to that person that has been doing this for a lot longer. My business looks, the actual physical products that I make look completely different than they did when I started. And my lifestyle looks completely different as well. My kids are in school all day now. My husband is not in the military anymore. A lot of those extenuating things have changed and that's allowed me a lot more freedom or a lot more ability to focus on this business than I had at that time. So I think what I see in talking to people a lot of times is that they want to dream really big. And I do encourage you to dream really big and to dream big about the things that this could be and the 
possibilities that it could have for your life. But then they get overwhelmed at what that looks like and how their life would change based on their current circumstances. And so what I want you to understand is that you don't go from just starting out to making this a full-time job overnight. It's a series of steps that unfolds. And at each time or each change or each adjustment, you're able to make those choices for yourself if you want to keep moving forward, if you want to pull back, and how that works for you. So really understand that you are in control. Your business doesn't happen to you. It's not this thing that just spirals out of control and you are not the one that's dictating how it grows, how fast it grows, how big it grows, or when you can take time off. You're the architect of that business. You're not a victim of its success or for that matter, it's failure, but mostly we're talking about success right now. And I also want to tell you that in the context of my own shop, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, there have been these pivotal moments in my shop where I have said, I don't know if I wanna do this anymore because I'm so overwhelmed by how busy I am. So I think that this is a really common thing and it is a real thing, you know? I mean, if your shop grows and grows and grows, there will be a point that you are overwhelmed or you are feeling like a lot of your time is consumed by working. But I really, really want you to understand that you are in control of that and you're in control of then taking a look at your shop and understanding how how do I make this work for me? I mean, they, I've had those conversations with my husband as I have grown the business and said, if something doesn't change, this is not gonna work for me long term. And so then I have eliminated products that took a long time to make. Or I have, you know, I talked about in a previous podcast that for a little bit I brought my mom in to help me package up orders. And she helped me with that side of it. Or I have just stepped back and extended my processing time and taken that burden of responsibility off of myself for a little bit. Because a lot of times those feelings come from just burnout and you just need a break and then you feel good again. But to me, that is the absolute best part of being a small business owner and having an Etsy shop is that you have the freedom to do that. Nobody is telling you that you have to meet a quota. Nobody is telling you that your income has to grow this year or this month or this week or anything. You are in control of it. And if you say, like I am saying this year, I'm having a baby in a few months and this may not be my best income year ever. I have a new circumstance that is changing things once again and going to make it harder for me to focus on my shop. And that's okay. It doesn't have to grow every single year. I'm allowed to have this business work around my life and not think that there has to always be this forward progression or always more and more and more when there are other things in life that are really important. So I I just really want you to understand that you are in control of that and that feeling of, oh my gosh, the business is growing and it's spiraling out of control and I'm not able to do anything else and I have no free time, that is self-inflicted. And it's, it's self-inflicted by our own hesitation to pull back, I think, when we have that success. It's scary to say, I can see the potential in this business, but I'm choosing not to step into that yet because it's not the right time for me. And it's also hard sometimes, I think, to get outside of what you have been doing that's been working and to look at it and say, how can I change this business 
or pivot this business to a model that works better for me. The next thing I want you to do is to look at this as small steps forward. A lot of us like to look way far ahead, but sometimes looking way far ahead makes you feel discouraged or it makes you feel like it is just impossible for you to ever get there. If you are just starting out and you have, let's say, less than $10,000 in sales, then daydreaming about having $100,000 or $500,000 in sales isn't really relevant to your current situation. Again, I like for people to dream big and I love it when I have people that come in and say, I wanna build this business to $10,000 a month. And I'm like, awesome, let's do it. But you have to be in a certain frame of mind to be able to really embrace that in, in a way that's not discouraging to you. I think that I equate it a little bit to like training for a marathon. If you've ever trained for a marathon or I've never run a marathon, but I've run some half marathons to say, you know, let's say I've never ever run a mile before and I'm staring down the barrel at a 26.2 mile marathon. That seems impossible. It seems like you are never going to get there. I can't even run for you know, 15 minutes straight, but I'm gonna be running for, I don't even know how long it takes you to run a marathon, <laughs> like hours and hours. It, it seems like something that you will never be able to do. But when you follow a training plan and you say, this week I'm gonna run one mile and next week I'm gonna run two miles, and it builds in a progressive way, all of a sudden, not that that's not a big accomplishment because obviously it is, but all of a sudden it seems more possible. It seems more doable. So if you have less than $10,000 in sales, maybe your next goal is 15 or 20,000, and then it'll be 30 or 40, and then 60. You know, it's, it's incremental, and it doesn't have to go from, I'm just starting to, I wanna have $10,000 months. I also wanna make the point that I talked about a minute ago, that life changes really quickly, especially if you are in that stage of life where you have really young children and you feel like that that is the situation that's holding you back from really diving into this business. So while you may have limits on what you're doing right now, that could look really different several years from now. So leave yourself the margins to adjust and don't get so caught up in the mind game of being overwhelmed or feeling really limited right now or feeling like you're just stuck in this holding pattern for right this second that you can't then get out of that and change paths as you go. I think that, in, and I'm mostly speaking to this stage in life because that's kind of the stage in life that I've lived through and am currently living through, that you feel like it's never going to get easier or it's never going to change when you're home with really young kids all the time. Like I have these goals and I can't do it because I have these kids here with me all the time and they're really demanding and they need me a lot. But it does change so fast. And then all of a sudden, you're in the, this position where things look completely different and you are able to make those changes in a different season of life. I'm recording this podcast right now and all three of my children are home entertaining themselves independently. If you had told me that that would be the case six or seven years ago, I would have been like, there's no way I'm never going to get to that stage in life. But as they say, as the sayings go, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. You can go on and on with those euphemisms, 
but the point is that you have to make the first move before you can make the 10th move or the 100th move or the 1,000th move. Don't look at those people who have been doing it years and years and years and years down the road. Don't look at their businesses and be discouraged about just starting out. And I do hear that from people a lot because they will say, well, it kind of comes in a few different forms. People will say, it was so much easier in 2012 when you started, and so I'm not gonna be able to do that now in 2020. Or they will say, I just don't know if I can ever get there. It's really overwhelming to me. I don't really have time. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. You're not too late. You haven't missed the boat. In 2012, when I opened my shop, people will, were still saying that. You've missed the boat. It's too late. It's too saturated. Etsy's going downhill. There is always room for growth. There's always, always opportunity. And I would say now more than ever, there is so much more opportunity online than there was just a few years ago. And you can do it if you just take those step by step, that small step forward, that first and next and next step to keep moving. Hey there, if you are finding yourself in a place where you're struggling to get started and you're having trouble taking those first few steps, I wanna invite you to join my six day email mini course, Start Your Etsy Shop. It will walk you through all of the basics of getting your shop up and open and help you with some of those business details that maybe you haven't thought about before. You can join that email mini course at laurenkeplinger.com forward slash Etsy setup. Lastly, I want you to understand that this is a marathon. I have had people come into my group or to talk to me about my paid programs before who say, I can't make rent this month. I need to open an Etsy shop so that I can make some money. And I am like, whoa, there. I don't think that this is probably the right program for you because this is not a get rich quick scheme. This is not gonna be an overnight sensation. And I know, I know that that is hard. I know it's hard to really internalize that and to say, I'm working and working and grinding and grinding to make this happen and it could not pay off for a year or two years or whatever, um, depending on your circumstances and what you're, you know, what you're putting into it. So you really, really have to look at it as a, as a marathon mindset. This is a long-term plan. But I also want you to understand that it's not necessarily a linear growth either. When I first got started, my first year on Etsy was like a couple thousand dollars. Maybe, I can't remember, but I think it was like maybe two or 3,000. And by 2015, it was 26,000. Now I got started in 2012, so that's kind of a long time. It was 26,000, and I think people can get there faster now. I think it took me a little while because there wasn't as much information. There were certainly no people that were giving hints or tips or coaching about Etsy. And I also had very young children, so I was not ready to step into it as even a real solid part-time job. By 2016, though, it doubled to 51,000, and then the next year it doubled again to over 100,000. So when you think about the exponential growth there, it, it was not this process of like a few thousand and then 10,000 and then 20,000 and then 25,000 and then 30,000. It was 
years and years of working with a payoff that came pretty slowly and then these huge jumps. But from 2015 to 2017, it went from 26,000 to over 100,000. That's a huge amount of increase. So you have to put in that work. In It's a front-loaded work. You have to put in that work in the beginning to see that growth. But know that if you only have a few thousand dollars in sales this year, that doesn't mean that you're only going to have you know 10% more than that next year. It could double. It could triple. It could quadruple. It is sort of this takeoff point where the ball starts to get rolling and then it grows really fast and can really... Um, you know, get to that point that you're making this real solid income once it starts rolling and and really gets moving. Think about this as a long-term solution. Nothing great is ever going to be built overnight, and having an Etsy shop can give you a freedom that you would never, ever be able to have with another job and flexibility in your life that you would never be able to have somewhere else. It has given me an incredible amount of Not only fulfillment in terms of having something outside of my family and being able to do that for myself or have this challenge for myself, but also brought so much freedom to our family by allowing me to bring in this income and also be home with my kids when they're out of school and be home on the weekends and really adjust it to the life that I have. You know, when my kids have a teacher work day, I don't have to work. I don't have to find that backup care. And that is huge for my family. And it was even huger when my husband was in the military and he had no flexibility at all. So that flexibility had to fall on me, which is kind of how I got into this to to begin with. But I think that it is a disservice to pretend like building a business and having this bring in an income is this passive thing that doesn't require any work or that doesn't require really a huge amount of effort. I see all of these things, especially on social media. It seems to be really rampant on social media where people will like have their computer while they're at the swimming pool with their kids and they're like, look at me, I'm working from the swimming pool with my kids. And I'm like, I mean, maybe you get to a point, especially if you have like pass it like digital products where you're not shipping a physical product. Maybe you get to that point where you're making passive money with less effort, but you don't, you certainly don't get there overnight. And I would say for most of us, you don't ever really get there. There are a lot of nights spent working on orders, a lot of times that I wanted to do things like go out to lunch or go to coffee with friends or even go on a field trip with my kids that I wasn't able to do it because I was working. It is work. And so I don't ever want to give somebody the impression that while I have all of this flexibility, it's not not a job. It certainly is a job. And even all of these years later, I am putting a lot of hours and time into working and building that business. So I don't want to give people an unrealistic vision of what that looks like because I do think that there is sort of this push in society or social media or whatever you want to call it to look at it as, you know, you're building this business that then you're able to step back from and you just have all this money flowing in and you never have to do anything. And I think that that is really unrealistic and I think it's a disservice to you to not... Um, have a realistic vision of what it's going to look like. But 
it is worth it because it looks exactly like you want it to look. If what you want is that business that you work two hours a day while your kids are in preschool or two hours a day in the evening while you're watching TV, it can be that. And it can have that flexibility to work around your other priorities in life and to really fill that place that you want it to be without spilling over into places that you don't want it to be. It also can just allow you that creative freedom that maybe you don't get in your day job. Maybe you have a boss and you have responsibilities and you have these things that you have to do. And having an Etsy shop doesn't really require that. You can build your Etsy shop to have passive traffic like I have with mostly just focusing on SEO and putting out great products, or you can be super into social media and sell your products that way, or you can do craft fairs in person and build some of your sales that way. It is the creative freedom, not only to design your products and create what you want to be creating, but also to market it in the way that you want to market or to not spend the time marketing if you're like me and that's not really what you wanna spend your time on. So I think that when you're able to wrap your head around the fact that this is a long range plan, but that it can get to the point after you have it established and after you have put in that front loaded work, that it really serves you beyond anything else that you really would be able to get anywhere. And I know that there are other businesses that offer you freedom, but I have not really come across anything that allows you to have the same kind of freedom, both time freedom, flexibility, expectations, and creative freedom that building an Etsy shop has been able to do and can do for you. So I hope that this episode has been helpful to you as you move forward to really think about that kind of business that you want to build. What does that look like for you and where does it fit into your life knowing that you do have limitations in your real life and that you don't want a business that makes you work 80 hours a week. That is not most of our dreams. Um, And that does not mean that your business cannot be successful or that it cannot meet the goals that you set for it and be the business that you want it to be. That's all for today. I will see you here next week. Bye for now.